So with social norms, breaking it, do what you have to do. Take a risk. Don't let people control or tell you what to do with your life. Because end of the day, it's you that will live that life. It's not them. So don't listen to them unless they know what they're doing and they want what's best for you. But if they're saying something just because they have a lot of opinions, shut them off. Hello, Ruth. How are you? I'm really good, really good. How about you? I'm good, I'm good. It feels like it's been a while since we last recorded, but... Yeah, I think it's like a week. (laughs) (laughs) So, what is our topic for today? Today, this is a bit heavy topic, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's really heavy. So, it's a social pressure. Yeah, and it's really something that we have to talk about. Because before, personally, the word peer pressure would only be experienced by teenagers remember like if teenagers would be pressured to have boyfriends or girlfriends because their friends already have one smoking yes smoking or cutting classes and all that but mm-hmm. as we grow older especially nowadays that everyone's so busy with social media we can all feel the pressure of the society but let's put it in categories so we can easily discuss this let's start first with the social pressure coming from parents or elder relatives. And this is really common in our society, in the Philippines, right? So number one is in in terms of choosing which course to take in college or what type of profession to pursue. Should you follow what your parents or elders want you to become? I think I already know what what is your answer, knowing (laughs) you for some time now. Well, there's no right or wrong answer anyway. But Mm -hmm. my answer for this, based on, you know, when I was in that situation, I followed what they want me to do, but at the same time it was the only course that was available when I was enrolling (laughs) so I took it just to keep me off the street at least I'm busy in school Mm -hmm. but if you're young and you don't know what you're doing which you don't know what you're doing in high school getting into college then whatever your parents want you to do just do it but if you know what you want if they want you to become a doctor but you really really want to be a teacher Mm -hmm. become a teacher then yeah so you don't have any regrets when you're older like you will not blame them for Mm -hmm. actually forcing you to take the course to become a doctor because you will fail that because your heart is not there yeah or even if you will not fail but you know and spend time years in in studying it and being a doctor at the end of the day whatever you want to do it would still come out right so Mm -hmm. yeah it happened to me like when i was trying to figure out what course to take honestly i really don't know what i wanted to take i can't even see myself doing something in the future that's why i asked my parents i asked my uncle what course to take if you're really in that situation you have to get other people's suggestion especially your parents people who you value their words right and people with the good intentions Mm mm-hmm or once the, what's best for you. Yes, that's right. But if, like what Irene said, if you already can see yourself becoming a teacher or becoming an artist or whatnot, if that's what you want, then you can actually talk to your parents and see if you can, you know, find ways to get that course. Let's relate it to the second point, which is if your parents want you to pursue a certain profession thinking it's for your own good, which is common to our parents, always mm-hmm. thinking of for our own good, or with your best interest in mind, 
is it considered controlling? The thing is, you know, I'm not lucky enough to be in this situation because mm-hmm. I was never controlled. Maybe I hope I was mm-hmm. controlled because my mom was busy working to actually put food on the table, which mm-hmm. I don't blame her. She was yeah. doing what she mm-hmm. had to do. Yeah. And that's probably the thing I missed mm-hmm. in in growing up. Maybe maybe if she was there and we were able to afford some luxury of having time together and discuss about this yep. maybe i would be in a so much better situation so i can't really say much about this because all i know is my mother always wants what's good for me yeah and she never really want to put me into a situation where i have to do something else that i don't want to do or she never really controlled me up to this moment so to be honest i would love to be controlled <laughs> Because I've been controlling my life for yeah. as long as I remember. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to be controlled. For me, it really depends on how the conversation goes. Because if the communication or the relationship of parents and child are in a loving setup, you are talking about it openly, I don't think it's controlling. But if it's like they've been pounding you with what course to take or what profession you have to be in since childhood, then that can be considered as controlling. So it's really depending on how the conversation is. Yeah, I suddenly remember something about the controlling. The number one controlling that I would... Not in profession though. It's more like when the son or the daughter get married and mm-hmm. have kids mm-hmm. that's when the mother or mother-in-law mm-hmm. would get in yeah and that's the worst kind yep yeah i mean let your kids have their family and take control of their family you yep. should not budge in it doesn't yes. matter if you know best it's yep. their life now yeah and let them be the mother or father of their own kids mm-hmm. now let's go to the third one which is if a father or mother has a certain profession like an army police doctor etc should their children necessarily Necessarily need to follow in their footsteps. Also tagged as continuing legacy. What's your point in this? We don't have a footsteps <laughs> Just to follow. <laughs> we have nothing to follow. Sorry to disappoint you. If I follow the footsteps of my ancestors, we are servants. That's the thing. My grandma was a servant. My mom was a servant. Still a servant. And my mom did her best to get me out of that mm-hmm. cycle, which I'm happy. And and that's what I'm trying to teach my sister as mm-hmm. well. And we have to create our own success here. You know, we have to create our own life. Yes. And I have nothing or nobody to look up to. Like really nobody. Mm-hmm. None of my mom's relatives or family really did well. I mean, my mom have 12 siblings. There's only one that finished college. And that's really, really big thing in the family. So yeah. in my case, I did not even finish, but no footsteps. Yeah. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> We're not the right people to discuss this. No. But anyhow, we've seen that in some of our friends, maybe like a family of soldiers or a family of policemen i don't think that children necessarily need to follow the footsteps of their parents maybe because they were born seeing them and looking up to them that's why it ingrained in their mind that one day i want to be like them as well and that's common for kids yes it's not necessarily they have to follow and continue the legacy it's just that maybe at one point they've seen something in the face of their parents while on their uniform or whatnot but not necessarily to follow and if you really want to be in a different profession i don't think there should be any problem especially if you have a good relationship with your 
family. It always boils down to having a good communication. And the parents' point of view as well. Because sometimes parents can be pushy, just like the controlling. But yeah. then if you communicate both sides with compromise, then it won't be a problem at yes, all. Yes, that's true. And next is... Children who don't follow what their parents expect them to do or pursue are tagged as ungrateful and rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because this is a common conversation at home, especially mm-hmm. a few years back with our family. When a female gets to age 20, 21, 22, and they have a boyfriend, especially a foreign boyfriend, they're expected to get married and have kids by age of 25 or younger than that. And... <laughs> Well, I I disappoint them. (laughs) Why are you part of this family? You're breaking the culture. It is like a a lot of people are asking, are you still with this person? It's like, no, five years ago, it's done. And they said, no, but you could have been in Australia right now. And you have kids. It's like, kids? Oh my God. (laughs) I can't imagine. (laughs) It's okay to disappoint your parents. Oh, that's so bad. But no, for me, it's okay to disappoint them. If you are putting yourself into a situation, you will regret and you will actually resent your parents one day for putting you into a situation that you don't like. Yeah. You have to live your life. Yeah. And it's like following an order blindly, Mm -hmm. thinking that you are going to do this so there won't be any conflict now. But sooner or later, once you really feel the urge of following what you want, conflict will still arise. So might as well face it now. Yeah. Make sure if you have a dream and you're doing something, don't rely on your parents on achieving it. Because you want to be your own self, then get out of the house and find yourself. Don't ask for your mom for allowance and then you want to do something else that what she wants you Mm -hmm. to do. Because you're not much better than her if you get what I'm getting into. Yeah. And the thing is, if you are in a supportive family and you are trying to achieve what you want to achieve, they will really support you no matter Mm -hmm. what. Even if you fail and you would come back, they would still accept you and help you to, to stand up again. So that's why it's really important if you don't have that kind of relationship yet maybe this is a time for you to start it to talk to your parents yeah to start that kind of your relationship you don't Mm -hmm. really have to be like a clingy and huggy huggy kind of person but at least be mature enough to say what you want to say and yes be open to listen because you will not have a good communication if you don't know how to speak out in a proper manner and listen their point of view Mm -hmm. so next Should you feel guilty for not following what your parents want you to do? No. I don't feel guilty, but I feel bad. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the story was, I dropped out of college because there was no way I could support my college financially. And my brain wasn't just cut for Mm -hmm. it. I failed, so I got embarrassed. There was one subject that I failed. I feel so bad that I can't face my own self and I can't face my mom or relatives because of that pressure when they keep on comparing me to my cousins like oh your cousin is now graduating they have a degree and now you can't have a degree so they get mad at me for that Mm -hmm. until now I still hear this people saying that I don't use my brain yeah I'm using my brain by the way you can't function your muscles and anything you can't function without using your brain so I use it every Mm -hmm. day so I don't feel guilty at all because I don't have regrets with Mm -hmm living that it's not cut for me I don't want to be a teacher I did it I studied to become a teacher just because that's the only course that was available to get the scholarship but other than that it wasn't really what I wanted yeah Yeah, as you 
said earlier, it's like you've saved yourself from becoming a teacher and you've also saved the, the yeah. students that <laughs> you would have yes. handled if ever you were a teacher. So Because I will be a lousy teacher. <laughs> I, I will not like my job. I will not love the profession. I will not put my heart into it. So why yeah. would I do something that I will not put my heart into yes. it? If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it 100%. I'm not going to do half-ass. Yep. So in terms of teaching, I will not love that job and I feel sorry for the students really yep. I spare them that's mm-hmm. how I always think yeah I always think uh, I'm, I'm thankful I did the right decision yeah that's right actually most parents they would always want the best for their kids the best interest mm-hmm. of their kids well they're only thinking about the welfare of their kids and even if we're already adults they would still consider you're still my baby <laughs> yes they would still treat us especially if we're going through something and it happened to me before I was in Dubai back then and they wanted me to come home because I was going through something and I really couldn't express what I was feeling. I can understand what's going on. So I was telling them that I want to go somewhere else and they wanted me to come home. I was like, no, I can't. I didn't feel guilty, but I, I like you, I felt bad because I know that they only want me to be with them during those times. But I really had to do what I had to do. And luckily that I did that and I was able to really find myself again. So there are things that urges you to decide for yourself and you would know it in your heart that if you don't follow it. It's a big regret. Like you will regret it one day. Yeah. So I would say you can give it a go as long as you would be responsible enough and take an ownership for yourself that whatever happens, I will take the consequences. And of course, take the learnings or the lessons that you will gain out of it. Wow. It's like already one podcast, but we're still just in the first category. Now let's move on to the second category, which is the social pressure coming from peers and society in general. Mm -hmm. And this is really common. And we all experience this, I think. Yes, especially nowadays that it became so obvious because of the social media. So the first one is Mm -hmm. following a certain timeline or being pressured to do what others that are of the same age as you are doing. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yes, this is of course very common because we are at that age. Yes, most of our friends are either married and having a baby or they've already achieved this and that. I even have friends who have teenagers. So imagine that. (laughs) You're an auntie now. Yeah. So imagine the questions that I'm getting from everyone or even the social media. Whenever I scroll, I would see getting married or having a baby, second child, third child. And, you know, the common question is, when are you getting married? I would say, I don't even have a boyfriend. How can I get married? But, you know, before I would really get mad of answering that questions like why do you care about that but sometimes i would like joke about it and i would say i still have cousins who are not married so i would wait for them and i would i would even think of like aunts or uncles who are not married which i have and they're like 60 plus so i would tell them (laughs) i'll wait for them to get married first so you know that's an excuse but anyhow it's really up to you how you would handle it because if you have important things to do and you're busy with your life 
they will not even bother to ask you those things and even if they do you will not be bothered you will not care whether you will answer or you know what not and this is what i was talking about earlier as long as you know your core values you will not be moved or bothered by other people's reaction or questions about not following the society's timeline for you yeah actually i'm not bothered at all with this pressure i don't feel them as pressure i, I think they're just like a conversation mm-hmm. now but i get mad at my mom whenever she's asking other people it's like oh well you're not married it's like ma it's none of your business if they're yeah. married they're not married yet. <laughs> yeah because she can ask me that anytime mm-hmm. she wants but for now she gave up especially lately when i was just focusing more on myself mm-hmm. than actually worried about like other people or worried about having kids or getting married or something like that because lately she, she doesn't even ask like last year she asked like i think you should have kids it's like just like what you answer you don't even have a you know a partner yeah. how can you have kids and i said ma but i'm a kid myself you can still look after me you can baby me anytime you want <laughs> this is your chance you know this is the time you never had time for me before <laughs> yeah, but really i'm not bothered i mean my, my friends a lot of them are already married and mm. i don't see myself doing that anytime soon and i live my life the way i want it yeah. until i haven't find that peace of mind because mm-hmm. i want it to stay as I want to get old with a peace of mind I think peace of mind is luxury mm-hmm, yeah. but we don't all have it yep. so I'm aiming for that and mm-hmm. until I don't or I'm not really in that position I will not settle down or I know that I can't really be responsible for other people if yeah. I can't be responsible for myself I mean I do things that may endanger other people or mm-hmm. myself well you know I got bitten by octopus last month and you know traveling by myself and all of that <laughs> and I can't it's just not easy to to have other people around you yeah. or to look after babies yeah and, and maybe because you've lived alone a long time enough mm-hmm. and yeah. you are enjoying that kind of life I'm loving it <laughs> so you're not yet on that path I'm yet. not willing to give up that yeah. freedom yeah and that's the thing as long as you have the right people within your circle who understands you and will not really put pressure on you that's really good because if you are seeing people who are getting married or having baby if you are at the right stage of your life you would be happy for them because they are happy i'm always happy for them but if you're that person who resent them like oh another marriage or oh another baby like well there's problem with you <laughs> yeah that's something you have to have a self-check why are you feeling that right mm-hmm. so it's not really perhaps a social pressure it must something inside of you yeah you're not happy with what's yeah. going on in the world. you have to face it the next one would be society's definition of success. You are not successful if you don't have your own house or if you don't have a car. You're a success now then. <laughs> no, I'm not because I don't have a car. <laughs> yeah, but at the half success then? You have a house? <laughs> okay, definition of success, right? For me, it's not like what you said. It's not measured by material things, to be honest. But it would be nice to have those. I will not lie yeah. about that. It would be nice to have material things. But for me, it's more of freedom. Mm-hmm. Once I got freedom, freedom is not just like get out of something. Freedom is all about financial freedom, mental health. Like you don't have to worry about that. And yep. you can do whatever you want, mm-hmm. whenever you want, and whoever you want. The freedom to choose the situation, that is something like could consider a success. And actually, for me, having your own house or your own car, this is just like an extra layer. Yeah. So success for me is when at the 
end of the night, you feel that you've already achieved the things that you would like to achieve or the things that you are happy with what you have. That is success for me. Regardless if you have a house or your own car or you have the perfect job, if you don't have the right state of heart, it will not be called a success. So if you have your own house and your own car without thinking of where should I get money to pay for this next month, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really a success if you really have that freedom that I have the house, I have the car, and I still have the money to take care of my family. That success, right? And as long as you have the right people around you, you are happy. That is success. So don't be pressured if you are seeing people who have their own house or their own car. For all you know, they may be having a hard time paying for it. Or we don't know their journey and how they've achieved it. So we shouldn't really compare ourselves with others, right? Next one would be following influencers, creating and building your social persona for the likes and follows. So this is what we were talking about earlier, about showing a different version of yourself or just a part of yourself. The perfect version of yeah. yourself. So people would like you and follow you. It's like you are chasing validation from other people, mm -hmm. right? And it's really important to check on what you consume because somehow it would affect and that's the actually the influences that you're feeding yourself. So what's your thought on this? This is tough. Why? Because are we considering ourselves uh, as influencers? Because you see, there's a lot of meaning or types of influencers. We yeah. can be considered as influencers. That's what we're aiming. We're aiming to influence others to have a good life, to understand themselves more. Yeah. But there's that... The The bad side and a good side of it so the bad side is those people that are doing ridiculous things mm -hmm. for fame yeah. involving other people's stepping on other people for yeah. fame for likes and follows but there's also good influencers that can actually totally change your life mm -hmm. from bad to better yeah. for example i follow people that are doing really great in life and mm -hmm. are helping others so yeah. example gary mm -hmm. v grant cardone dan ferris those kind of mm -hmm. people guy kawasaki if you know just choose who you listen to yep. choose yep. your card really well because like what you said what you consume will become mm -hmm. you yes right that's the mindset if you're following shitty people doing shitty things in the internet you will your mindset will be just like them but yeah. if you're following people who have good intention who are into helping other people yep. you will have that same mindset and so you will do the same thing as them and because you are consuming what they are saying eventually your actions will be towards that mindset without you even realizing it so that's yes. why it's really important to know and to be mindful of who are you listening to and who are the people that you follow right and we've already mentioned about this is comparing yourself with others in terms of achievements we have different journeys we have our own pace and i realized this when i was doing the 10 kilometer marathon which never happened again because <laughs> During that time, I realized one of the most important lessons in life, and that is to run at your own pace. And you can apply that in your life as well, to live your life at your own pace. There would be people who would be ahead of you. There would be people who would be behind you and people doing the same time as you. But you shouldn't be comparing your achievements or their achievements with yours. Because at the end of the day, your goal is to reach the finish line, to be happy 
achieving that. And that's really important because the moment you start comparing yourself with others, you are already robbing yourself. You're taking away the time to really enjoy what you are having, what you are doing, the journey of achieving. Just enjoy what you're doing and not really be pressured with what others are doing. To be honest, I was really pressured way back Mm -hmm. you know before of course before maturity hits me and before I traveled and understand more of the world and meet different people Mm -hmm. and have a better mindset before that I was really thinking that what am I doing wrong because some of my friends I mean they have more money they already working abroad Mm -hmm. they have big houses and I work abroad but I don't have big house and I don't buy like the expensive stuff clothes and other things like that so I was really affected mm-hmm. until you know I always <laughs> tease myself about being matured I'm mature don't worry but sometimes I like to be playful you that's don't have a to disclaimer <laughs> well it's like you're sounding so defensive <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> right, this is fun. Anyways, so maturity hits me and reality, to be honest. And mm-hmm. then that's when I start not really comparing myself to others. I just, like what you said, just live your own life at your own pace. Now yeah. I'm taking things slow. I'm just enjoying every moment I have because we don't know, especially with the world right now, we don't know what's going to happen next. We yeah. don't know if are we going to live for a few more years or not. So yeah. do what you really want to do before you die. I remember back then when I was in Manila going to work I felt like every day I'm going to die because I have to ride a motorbike and I always think I always expect that I'm going to die at this moment because I'm scared of motorbike to be honest I'm scared to be in a motorbike but that's the only way I could get to work and not late I'm scared to die but I'm more scared to be late so priorities so every day I would think oh I'm going to die today I'm going to die today and then it never happened so now every time I'm scared I would just think I will die today and I know I will not die because I'm so ready You've already passed that fear. Yeah, just do something crazy and something that will make you happy. Don't care about what other people or your friends, relatives would think about you. Don't care about that. It's your life. You have to live with your life. You have to do what you want. Because one day you will regret not doing it. And you may have the time and money, but you don't have the energy anymore. So do what you want. If you want to travel, go and travel. If you want to do some hobbies that are crazy, you want to surf, do surfing. Just do whatever you want to do before you regret it. And don't be afraid to fail. No, it's part of it. Yeah, and if you fail, that would teach you a very good lesson in life. And even people who've already made a good in life, they are really saying that if you're going to fail, fail often and fail fast. Yeah, there's no overnight success. So now let's move on to the next one would be overcoming the social norm. This is the last category that we have. When I'm reading the points here, it's so, so heavy. So the first one would be clearly define your why. What is your why? (laughs) (laughs) You first. I copy. (laughs) Copy paste. (laughs) It's really important for in life to have your why. 
and to stick to it. Because this is your guide, your principles. Mm -hmm. For me, my whys would be, these are the values that I carry, the things that are important for me. So number one, of course, is having a good life for my family, making sure that they they will have a comfortable life. And that would include a comfortable life for myself as well in the future. And then another why for me is taking ownership in everything that we do. It's like, okay, shit hit the fan, so what now? Take ownership, take care of it. If, if you failed or you made a mistake, own it. Because that's the only way to find solution, to own it. And number three is integrity. It's really important to have, because integrity, it's not only about being truthful or honest or whatnot. Integrity is like an integration of your characters being like intact inside of you. So that's important. And there's another one that I mentioned when we were talking earlier, but I forgot. Yeah, those are my core values. Those are the things that I really value the most. If as long as it's intact, I will not be moved or bothered by the norm of the society. So that's how I gauge whenever I make a decision, whenever I am faced with challenges. And as long as you will not be affected by a decision, let's say you make a decision today and you will not be affected by the action or the result in five years time. So why put yourself in that decision? I don't know if I'm even making sense right now. <laughs> you do. You actually do. Because I do have the same mindset about that. Like things you do now. Are you going to regret it five years later? Oh, you mentioned regret. That's the fourth one. Yeah. Not having regret. Yes. Not having regrets in your life. So it's really important for me that by the time that I would be in the finish line of my life, I would be happy to say I've done and I live my life to the fullest. So it's really mm -hmm. important not to have regrets and really enjoy what you have in life and aim to always be in that state. How about you? Wow. Miss Universe answer. <laughs> really, that was powerful. And I I salute you for that. My why is, you know, I wake up every morning and this is like, sound like, ooh, so dramatic. No, really. I wake up every morning. The reason why I decided to live in a different country away from my mom and my sister mm -hmm. is for me to be able to provide for them, to protect them, to see far outside yeah. that box where mm -hmm. we live in. You know, we came from nothing, absolutely nothing. And I don't want my sister to go through the situation that I've been through, the tough path. So I want to provide everything for that. And for my mom, I want when she retired one day, when she's old, when when she cannot look after herself, I want to be able to provide and give her a good life. If there's only thing that matters for me, that is, they are my treasure. And they will not see that, probably. They will not understand me now why I'm doing it. Because I'm not really that showy in terms of words. Mm -hmm. I do have trouble expressing myself through words yep. but I do it with action and nobody would understand me and I'm okay with that mm -hmm. so my why is really to provide for them and for myself my why is like what you said I, I don't want to regret not doing things like I was engaged once which I don't know if I told you maybe not maybe I did I was engaged once but I don't have regrets breaking that because mm -hmm. thinking about myself if I did not break that one off, probably I have two kids or three kids right now. And oh my God, mini me is running around. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and a housewife. I will not be doing this uh, podcast right yeah. now. So, and the thing that I explained to that person why I broke it off was I was still young. Mm -hmm. I'm still young. And I don't want to one day resent him for bringing me in that situation, which I said yes mm -hmm. to. And then I will resent 
them. I will blame the kids for me not achieving yes. my goal or my dreams. And that's not fair to the kids that I blame them for yeah. my own failure, which caused by myself. It was self-inflected. Yeah. It's not good to regret something and blame other people for the choices and decisions you mm -hmm. made. And that for now, I am living my life to the fullest the way I want it. I just really want to understand myself. The funny thing, which I probably just want to say, it, it's a bit far from the why, but I just want to share it because I'm at, you know, with this age, it starts to be the hell of me when the people are now more concerned about me than I'm concerned about myself. <laughs> They're more concerned about the decision I'm doing uh -huh. and I'm not doing. So this is so far from wise, but just really yeah. want to share it. Now they are more concerned about my own sexuality than me being concerned <laughs> with my own sexuality. <laughs> Because I, I don't show any partners, I don't uh -huh. go on a date, nothing like that. But I do fun. Like yep. now I'm into paddling, I, I travel, I just drive, I hike and I go beaches yeah. and stuff like that. So now they're more concerned about my own sexuality. They're mm -hmm. like, they would message me out of the blue one just for saying that I am yeah. that kind of person. And I just like, I don't have time to explain to them yeah. because I'm too busy living my yes. life, enjoying my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bothered, but it's just like, I'm just loving every time somebody would send yeah. me a message that of my sexual orientation and this is actually what we were saying earlier about if you have important things to do you will not be bothered mm -hmm. with yeah. the messages or the unnecessary questions about who you are unsolicited advice yes so now let's move on to this next one, which is find people outside the box. And actually, when we were talking about this earlier, I was having a hard time to understand it. But now <laughs> I remember the first time we met, you asked me why I was in Armenia. And I told you, I want to change my friends. You want to have a new set of friends. That's the exact word. Yeah, I want to have a new set of friends. It was a joke, but somehow I wanted to meet other people outside my box. Because I felt that, okay, I'm not growing anymore. I want to meet other people. That's why I really pushed hard to move to Armenia and try to live solo. And we've always been saying about making sure you have the right people in your circle and all that. And the importance of having a mentor. And I was tell you that if you're an ordinary person you don't have much money it's really a challenge to find the right mentor but if you happen to be surrounded or you ever have a chance to be with the right people like for myself I have a good relationship with the CEO the leaders of our company so I really learn from them and it's really important that you have those people around you because somehow you learn from them you learn from their mistakes. You learn from their failures. The same thing with you, right? You were saying that you're listening to Grant Cardone. Gary yeah, Gary Vee. We have to consume good influences because we have to surround ourselves with the right set of people, the right set of mind, right? Because in order for us to grow, we shouldn't be complacent with just the friends that we have or the, the family members that we have. We really have to go outside the box and learn from others as well, especially if we want to be or we want to achieve something. How about you? Here's the thing though. It's lonely at the top. It's really lonely. Your, your friends from high schools, you can keep them because you know they're part of your life but 
if you really, really want to expand your horizon, there's a limit until when they can help you in that mm-hmm. matter, right? If they don't have the same goal as you, if your goal is to be, you know, to achieve something and their goal is to settle down or something like that, which you're not into, then you really have to break that cycle and you have to, like I said, find a new set of friends. In my case, I always surround myself with people that are way much greater or have greater knowledge than yep. me. People that are way more smarter than me. Yeah. People that achieve more than me because in that case I would learn from them how to become like them mm-hmm. and the mindset it's the knowledge you can get from those people yeah. it's not something you can just buy it's not something that you can just go somewhere and find it there yeah. and in a way that it will open you into a different phase of your life mm-hmm. understanding yourself better right actually our CEO once said that if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room so yes. that's why when you feel like you are the smartest one already not because you're arrogant but just that's the reality it means that it's you telling yourself that it's time to grow and to find ways how to grow so let's now move to the last one which is consciously break social norms so it has the word consciously break social norms the consciously more and more people in our age are on their way in finding their own path i think it's really good not to give in to fear to go against the social norm because number one it's your life right you really have to live at your own pace live whatever makes you happy live with the choices that you make every day people will always be there telling you oh that's not the right choice you know they would always have a word in everything you do and just because they're older doesn't mean they're smarter or they are right or wiser regardless of what you do you would still hear comments from people so you have to live your life the way you want it and if ever you are the person who keeps asking those questions if you're listening to this please stop mind your own business <laughs> please stop you are not helping at all live your life as well let's respect each other's decision in how they want to live their life so you have to define what makes you happy because you will not be able to find that from other people whether it's a relationship or in this job or in this place you will not find that happiness should be coming from within that's right and it's not easy i'm telling you it's not easy but it's a decision to always be happy wherever whatever or in what state of life you are that's my take how about you okay so you really have to do this consciously you have to do this with like brave heart you have to be strong to do this because if you're scared you're weak so you can just say you today you want to make a difference but it's not gonna happen because you're not brave enough to do it if you're not willing to take a risk then it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. like from the beginning i was doing the opposite of what was expected of me and i don't regret any single of it i was doing all the risk possible anything that was thrown on my way i would just shrug my shoulder and keep going because that's what i want i want to travel i work towards that when i left college i was compared to different people a lot of my relatives or a lot of my cousins i was compared to them and it hurts it does hurt and i felt like i was the black sheep of the family because i don't listen i don't listen because i know they have no right to actually tell me what to do because 
because they don't have enough exposure to tell me what to do. It's my life. I should take control of my life. It's same thing with doing someone else's dream. Parents telling their kids the kid have to do the parents' dream or achieve the parents' dream. But that that's not the kid's dream. That's the parents' dream. So why would you do that? And parents, please don't don't ask your kids to achieve your dreams because we have to break the cycle. Because what will happen is they will do the same thing to their kids because they never had the chance to actually achieve their own dreams. So with social norms, breaking it, do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Take a risk. Don't let people control or tell you what to do with your life because end of the day, it's you that will live that life. It's not them. So don't listen to them unless they know what they're doing and they want what's best for you. But if they're saying something just because they have a lot of opinions, shut them off. Sometimes you really have to shut these people off as soon as you can for them to know that there's limitation of what they can tell you. And those unsolicited advice when they tell you, you should have this, you should have that. It's none of their business. It's your life. Live it. Mm. Yeah, I think I sound angry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like we have a leader of the rebellious group. Yeah. No, just kidding. But (laughs) Yeah, you have actually a great point. And you're right about parents pushing their kids to follow their dream because they were not able to Mm -hmm. fulfill it. And if there's something for them to let their kids to follow, and that should be happiness. Because that's what they miss. And it's not about following their own dream. It's about missing the happiness. So that's that. It's quite heavy, a conversation. Yeah, I'm sweating right now because of this. (laughs) But we're really so passionate about this. It's about really enjoying your life because that's your life at the end of the day you will be the one who would you know assess whether you did a great job or not so don't live in on someone's shoe but just whatever you would like to achieve go for it find your own shoe yes fill it with your own faith so that's our latest episode of our podcast where the f am i heading so anyhow thank you so much for staying tuned and hopefully this is really helpful you were able to get good nuggets out of this and you can engage with us on our facebook page for the next topic what topic you want to discuss there's a lot actually of topics we have in line for them but definitely we'll see you on our next episode what do you want to talk about yeah just don't be shy to actually send us a message on facebook just comment or message will do and we will discuss what what topic you want to talk about and if you want to be the guest right away we are accepting guests right now yeah Yeah. we would love you to be in our podcast yes oh and by the way thank you so much for those who've listened to our previous episodes we're so happy seeing the people like the places where these people are yes from Canada, America, Belgium, Italy. So thank you so much. And again, see you next time. This is Ruth. And this is Irene. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.